Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Welcome to episode 70 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the Four Ride Radio Network. It's now time to catch them all with your host. I'm Kyle, also known as Zapdos Pocket, and I'm Team Glalie. And I'm Doug, also known as Ikibuli, because I forgot to find a nickname for myself. And I'm Team Obama Snow. Icy Bully. Icy Bully. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> to listen to the show, find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Like, say, maybe Zune Marketplace. Haven't said that one in a while. Or maybe just Google Play Music like everybody else. Unless, of course, you use the iTunes, which is also possible. So, <laughs> you know. iTunes. Yeah. The, the iTunes. The iTunes. You have a baby and turn into an old man over there? <laughs> the, <laughs> the iTunes. <laughs> you kids, and we, if you're the iTunes and the Facebook and the Twitter. <laughs> and don't get me started on the YouTube. The YouTube. Uh, it's good to be back (laughs) and be sure to leave us a rating and a review if you can it helps us by making the show better whether it's positive or negative we appreciate everything you guys do all reviews help exactly this podcast is brought to you by revenge lover designs illustrations and design that fit your personality for samples and inquiries visit revengelover.com hi hi been a long time it has it's been a long time for us recording and it's just been a long time <laughs> that we've put out an episode because yeah i i <laughs> underestimated how difficult it would be to lock uh folks in over a pandemic thanksgiving holiday <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh but oh man i'm so glad you're back man hi it's hello. good to be back because uh look I love my son very much. I love my wife very much. But it's time for me to have an adult conversation about Pokemon. So (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, you need a little bubble. Here's a little bubble for you, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But it is good to be back. I've missed this. I've missed you. I've missed our conversations. I have to, and I'm glad we're starting today because, like, uh, this past Friday, uh, New Journeys dropped, so that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, no, this is kind of perfect. It actually timed out quite beautifully Mm -hmm. uh, because we have uh, a dozen new episodes, and we're talking about six of them today. Yeah, obviously, as you could probably tell by the title, so, you know. Yeah, I would hope that you would look at that. I would hope you would look at what you're listening to before you hit play, but who am I to judge, yeah. you know? So, uh, before we get into all that, uh, anything new in the world of Pokemon with you? Not a ton, I don't think. I've just been sort of, like, chipping away at at my shield game. Mm. Um, I still haven't encountered any of the shiny Reggies, so I'm, I'm maybe just at the point where I'm like, eh. I don't really care about them that much anyway mm. so let's just do it <laughs> let's just catch them 
Okay. Uh, but that's pretty much it. I've I've been uh, Pokemon Shield has been in my rotation of games that I regularly check in on. Okay. Nice. <laughs> but that's mostly it. Just because I've got I've had some other games that have occupied my time, like Miles Morales and mm. Digimon Story. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I haven't played Shield since uh, the day my son was born. <laughs> <laughs> which is by the time of this uh, release will have been over a month ago so yeah. basically i was playing my second file so i can get all the other legendaries that i didn't get yet and yep, i had, yep, i had yep. gotten the second reggie that i needed the the draco one and so all i needed to do was just become champion and then i could go on and catch calyrex because you need to be champion to catch it right and then, like, my son was born, and then we came home, and I'll be honest with you, my Switch is still in my hospital bag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody is surprised by that. I mean, no. like, you just had a baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, But, like, I haven't unpacked the bag or anything, so, like, all my stuff is still in there. <laughs> my Switch is probably dead. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Oh man. Well, I mean you'll 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 end up getting back to it. Exactly. Um, just a matter of like finding those little little bits and pieces in in the routine that that allow you to like pop in. Yeah. So there's that um before everything all started, I was able to play Pokémon Coliseum for a little bit. Nice. Finally got that started. So, I made an error and um when I had bought the game off of eBay, I never bothered to check the disc to see if it worked. Okay. So I finally went to go play it, and it was scratched beyond, rep- like, just completely scratched. And I'm like, ugh. Thankfully, I have uh, something for my toys that gets rid of scratches off plastic. So I'm like, well, let me just sure. try it off this. The worst thing that can happen is it doesn't work still. Exactly. It can't get worse. Exactly. So I just put in my scratch remover stuff, just let it sit for a little bit, removed it, popped it in. Works like a champ now. Boom, baby. Yeah, so I was super excited about that. I haven't played much, but I've at least started it, which is kind of cool. Um, now I just yeah, oh, for it. sure. The, the the big problem is I only have so many outlets, so the Wii and my PlayStation have to interchange between each other. So <laughs> that's the big thing is, like, I just have yeah. to go in and unplug the Wii, plug the PlayStation and back in, and vice versa. So It's legit. Yeah, so there's that. Um, Everybody knows that. The, the that weird situation where you're like, oh, what do I want to commit to right now? Exactly. <laughs> I have to get up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have been buying quite a few mech construct sets lately. Nice. I saw the uh the Eevee that you posted. It looked so good. Oh, it is so cool. It's poseable too, so you can have it yeah. in different kind of like positions, which is really nice. And it looks like it's almost I mean, obviously it's not the same size, but it's like almost as big as your Build a bear, yeah, evolution, <laughs> which actually looks really good next to him. So this way, because it's yeah. just a little bit smaller, yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. So I got that because um, that was on sale for Black Friday at Target. Yeah. I had gone to Target to see if they had any more of the Pokeball sets because they mm-hmm. have the new sets that are out with uh, Unova starters. Yeah, so there you go. Nice. I already have Tepig and Oshawott. So I still need Snivy, and then I also need a Lillipup and Krabby from that set. And I went to Target to go see if they had them. They did not. All they had was the Evolution set and the Jumbo Eevee. And I was like, well, let me just see uh, if any store has them. So I typed into their Target app of 
Pokemon Mega Trucks and the Jumbo Eevee's like one of the first things that pops up and it says yeah. that it's on sale today for $25. And I'm like, okay. That's good for how big that one is. It's normally a $50 thing. So I was like, I'm That's getting this. Like, I, yeah. I will get this for $25. So I bought that. Took me a while to finally build just because of my son. <laughs> you got stuff going on. <laughs> this, was my first, this was my first time I realized that if I want to do anything, it's going to take me at least twice as long as yeah. it normally would. Yeah. So I'm learning. Yeah. It, at least I imagine. Cause you also have to find the time to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So let's see. What else did I get? Oh, I got Luxio. Of course. I got that set. Um, Like I said, I got Tepig and Oshawott. And then this past week, we went to another Target we normally don't go to because it's like a, the next city over. But I was just looking in there to see what they had. And they had like pretty much everything. So I got two sets that I needed, and which is Score Bunny and Grookey and Trico and Torchic. Nice. So I just need to buy the Sobble and Pikachu set and the Mudkip and Puchiena set. And then I just need to find Snivy, and I will have every starter Pokemon. All the starters. Yes, I am super and excited. Sixty thousand Pikachu. <sighs> and not a single one is female. <laughs> That's wild. At this point, they've made so many; it's wild. Yeah. But I feel like they probably are just treating it like it is, like Ash's Pikachu, mm-hmm. and not like a Pikachu. You yeah. Know what I mean, because like. <laughs> but what's cool about Pikachu, I'll say, is you can see the evolution of like before and after, like how it's evolved through the sets. Totally. So like yeah. the tail used to consist of like three or four pieces you snap together. Mm-hmm. And now the tail is actually like its own piece, like one full piece. Like It actually looks like a legitimate tail piece. Yeah, yeah. So no, that makes sense. That is like a cool thing about it since there's always kind of been a Pikachu. Yeah. There's probably I I wonder uh, like if you put them all next to each other like exactly how many different like models there are. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they've made quite a few different ones. And then I also got another new one because I'm opening up my Pokemon Advent calendar. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I especially appreciated the one that you got today as we were recording this. Oh, the one I sent you. Yes, Charmander. So. Oh no. Oh. Okay, I'm I'm behind then. Uh, the last one I saw <laughs> was. A chair. <laughs> oh, oh, the chair. Yeah, no, sorry, my bad. Nope, nope, that was today. I'm sorry, I got two different things I'm doing mixed up. Um, yes, yes, yes. So, yes, the chair. I did see what you said, though, and I love it. Yeah. So, I was very confused. I'm like, wait, I'm building a chair? What the heck? So, <laughs> I... I have some ideas for what, what could, could end up in there. Well, I looked at the picture on the box. And there's a oh, okay. gingerbread man that comes, and it, they have the gingerbread man sitting on the chair. Gotcha. Yeah. A gingerbread man. Interesting. Mm-hmm. In the world of Pokemon, not that they couldn't just have gingerbread men, but that seems boring. So, like, would they be, like, gingerbread? What if they were, like, gingerbread Machamp? That would be cool. They'd be gingerbread like Mons. gingerbread men were actually just, like, yeah, Mons. Like, that would be amazing. So, completely all different types of Pokemon gingerbread yeah i mean there'd probably be different ones but like i'm i'm sure there'd be like ones that were were like more common kind of like i mean you can make gingerbread anything now but for some reason gingerbread men are like the thing so i just think it'd be funny if it was like basically a gingerbread man but it had four arms (laughs) (laughs) 
I fully believe that there's a company in the po- world of Pokemon that makes cookie cutters of every Pokemon. You 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 want to believe there is one, or you know that there is one? I, I believe that there is one. Oh man, that's that would be so cool. Like there's a company out there it. that makes cookie cutters, <laughs> and they have two different sized circles: one for Voltorb and one for Electrode. <laughs> well, there's some, there's some that'll uh, that won't go fully down like with the outer edges, but will create like indents to create. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Things. That makes sense. Because I've seen on Etsy, someone has a Magnemite cookie cutter, and I am so tempted to get it. Yeah, dude, that would be cool. That would be that'd be a good cookie shape too. Yeah, in fact, I'm gonna find it and send it to you just because it's really cool looking. And the last little bit of Pokemon uh, stuff that I've been up to, and this is actually kind of cool. So it started off as like a joke. Uh, the first week my son was born, um, you know about this, and Twitter knows about this. But again, if nobody's following me up on Twitter, you should. I'm a hoot. <laughs> um, definitely check this out. Uh, so. I'm posting a picture of him with a Pokemon each week. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. Uh, again, it started off as a joke. I just wanted to get a picture of him on his first week with Bulbasaur just because. And then it just kind of evolved from there. I was like, I could do this. And I was like, well, let me do the math. The current amount of Pokemon, which is like 900, would put me up to about 17 and a half years or so. And there will be more to oh. add. By then, yes. <laughs> yes, there will. So you'll be able to get to the point where he's a full-fledged adult. <laughs> oh, I'll be, like, coming over to his house. Right. I'll be, like, an old man by then. I'll be like, yeah. hold on, you little whippersnapper. Let me take a picture. <laughs> Dad, I'm going to college. Yeah, and I'm visiting you once a week, okay? <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, he was born on a Sunday, so I can do this every Sunday. Beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it's going to interchange between either plushes that I have, uh, the Pokemon Go AR, or anything else like Pokemon Mech Constructs. I could sure. do po- I can use some of my Pokemon cards. A whole variety. Yeah. So I've got plenty of options of things to do, and I'm super excited about this. Um, so I did Venusaur in Pokemon AR, and I kind of regret it. Because <laughs> Venusaur <laughs> looks like he's stepping on him. Yeah, some of the the Pokemon AR is super cool, but it's also like sometimes it's like hard to finagle the big guys, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, like, oh my gosh, you're just eating the whole screen. <laughs> yeah, so like Ivysaur worked great. Bulbasaur and Charmander were plushes, so Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle will all be plushes, which is cool. Um, I cannot wait for Magnemite. Of course, I'm literally gonna put every single Magnemite item i have surrounding him i would expect nothing less but that won't be until like next year so because it's more time to get more magnemite exactly (laughs) yeah so like and then like eventually like as he grows like he'll be able to stand next to the pokemon we'll be able to go outside and he can you know just like act like he's leaning on the pokemon or something like that so Mm -hmm. i'm really excited about all the possibilities and then my ultimate goal is one when uh, I at least finish all the Kanto Pokemon, I'll take all the pictures and put it to the Pokey Wrap. <laughs> and I will say there will be two versions of this: one where with the errors that the Pokey Wrap did, sure, where there's two Poliwraths. As um, you do, because they said Poliwag, and then they put a picture of Poliwrath instead. And then I'll put the actual correct version where it goes Poliwag, Poliwag. You know, sure. And then 
the second ultimate goal is eventually to create just like one of like those slideshow pictures that just keeps going and like you see people post of like in the mirror or whatever and it shows their progress yeah yeah this is gonna be that but with pokemon the like time lapse thing but exactly yeah. thank you that's the word i'm looking for time lapse yeah that'll be cool mm-hmm. <laughs> well if that's everything we've been up to uh, besides anything... pokemon go stuff but yeah 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 well i that'll that'll probably fold well into some of the news stuff too Yes. So some quick news updates. Uh, obviously, Pokemon Journeys Part 3 is available now on Netflix. Obviously, I say that because we're about to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Pokemon Master Quest has been added to Pokemon TV. So mm. another chunk of Pokemon that you can watch for free legally on Pokemon.com. Yes, uh, but I will say this. Make sure to watch as quickly as you can because eventually that will leave Pokemon TV and then they'll put up the next season. They don't put the entire thing up on Pokemon TV. They cycle through the seasons, yeah. which is kind of annoying if you're trying to watch. <laughs> Cause I remember I wanted to rewatch all of Johto and then I went to go watch it one day and they were all gone and they started doing Hoenn. And I'm like, you guys didn't <laughs> give me enough time. Yeah. You have to like figure out kind of what their schedule or see if you can figure out their schedule. And all yeah. That and stick, stick with it. But, mm-hmm. but that is up there should, should be up there currently or soon. Yeah. Pokemon Go stuff. Um, this is this is old news at this point, but you and I have never talked about it. Yeah. Um, the Go Beyond, uh, the level cap has been raised to level 50. Yeah. Uh, and I, I that does not apply to me yet because I didn't hit level 40. But it uh, does to me. I was going to say, I'm sure it does to you. Yes. Also, if you are level 40 before December 31st, you will get a special uh, quest stuff to do. So that's kind of cool. Have they said like what it is or just like? Yeah, oh, I'm doing out. it right now. Yeah. It's, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Basically, just little, some field research. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So you get special field research. Um, I already caught a rufflet because of it, so that's kind of nice. cool. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, awesome. Yeah, and I gotta say, uh, some have you seen what you have to do to progress up the levels? Yeah. Why? I've seen. Yeah, I've seen people post about it, and it's uh significantly it's crazy. tougher. Yeah, so but that makes for, sense, I think. I think it makes I, a lot I of agree. sense. Because then, you know, a lot of people, like, if it, they were just going off the experience points, then a lot of people who hit level 40, like, in year one of Pokemon Go, they... They would just automatically be level 50. Probably, yeah. And the, But that and the other thing is they would just end up running into the same problem right like mm-hmm. even if they said like sorry you have to start over which would have been stupid even if they did that you would still have people who would just hit level 50 fast yep and then you'd have a ton of people level 50 so i think it makes sense to do mm-hmm. this because then you you don't run into the exact same not that it's really a problem but no you run into the exact same problem where it's like okay now we all hit level 50 thanks bye mm-hmm. this is like making it more of a game or further a game. It's already a game, obviously, but yes. But, uh, so just to get to level 41, just to give everybody an idea, one of the tasks is you have to capture 200 Pokemon in one day, in a day, in a day. (laughs) One of my friends did it. She had a day off. She said she had to put up like three incense around Mm -hmm. and just basically just had to stay committed. (laughs) Yeah. I have no doubt. Like, 
that it's possible, but yeah, you pretty much would have to do something like that where it's like, today's the day. Yeah. <laughs> so my recommendation is wait for a community day. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Right. Wait for that. Um, now I had start, tried to do this, uh, when what we're about to talk about next happened and I caught maybe 40 in a day and I was like, Oh, oh this is, this is going to be tough. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's no no small feat. So mad props to people who are progressing. Yes, uh, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's that's a that's a big deal and something people have been wanting for a long time. So I'm happy to see it. You mm-hmm. referenced or alluded to the next thing we're going to talk about. So let's talk about it. Um, yeah, Kalos has arrived to Pokemon mm-hmm. Go. The first wave of Kalos Pokemon is here. They are, and and I there are two more in addition to this list, but. Um, Chespin, Fennekin, and Froakie, obviously, Bunnelby, Fletchling, Litleo, and Noibat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the two in addition to that are Clefkey, which only appears in France. Um, we love regional exclusives here. <laughs> They're great. And Esper, um, which will not be appearing in the wild, it seems, only in 10k eggs and in one-star raids. Yeah, so it looks like Esper is very in the same... League as Shinx and uh, Clink. Yeah. Which is yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. I much prefer that to a regional exclusive. Yes, that's and sure. I'm okay with Esper doing it because Esper's only a what as only a two-stage evolution, unlike the others that are three stages. Sure. So you got to do more raids to get more candy. <laughs> this yeah. one here is just like, okay, just do a few, and then you're good to go. Good to go. Do mm-hmm. we know? Oh wait, I was about to ask. Do we know how uh, how its evolution works? But literally, just gender. Um, yes. So, um, so that's I mean, easy. <laughs> its evolution is still the same no matter what. It's just yeah. two different gender variants. Which yeah, is, just the form yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, um, and speaking of gender variants, also Lit Leo has a gender variant between its mm-hmm. final evolution, which is cool. Yeah, Lit Leo. Uh, <sighs> I feel like Litleo's like for me such an underwhelming design. Like it's for, it's like on the verge of being super cool, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's it's always it's just like always missing something. That line, like there's hmm. something missing from you, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, I want to like it so bad. I want to <laughs> like it so much more than I do. It's a freaking fire lion. Yeah, <sighs> but. I'm excited. I'm really excited these Pokemon are here, and I'm excited for more of the Kalos ones to to show up. A smaller generation, too. So, Yeah. Um, I think we still have some Unova Pokemon that need to be released. I, yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. think you're right. But so, so far, I've caught Chespin, Fennekin, Bunnelby, and I've managed to evolve it. Fletchling, nice. Litleo, and I've managed to evolve that, and that's it. So I'm still needing to find Froakie and Noibat. And then I need oh, to catch Noibat is so cute. It is. But I feel like Noibat's gonna be one of those really rare ones to get. Yeah, yeah. So, I would not at all be surprised. I'm hoping I can find at least one before this event is over. Because mm-hmm. then I feel like it's gonna be even harder to find. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll they'll all we sh- I guess we should clarify. They'll all still appear, but they'll just appear like normal. Yeah. Which means they'll be harder to find. <laughs> exactly. They'll be less likely to appear uh but because of the event right now so Mm -hmm. um i'm i've got enough candy to evolve fennekin and chest pin but i'm kind of holding off sure for right now if you know you have to have more of them anyway you might as well 
exactly leave the door open for something spectacular. Ooh, uh, sorry, I opened up Pokemon Go and my Pokemon of the day was Chespin. Oh, yeah. So how exciting! It is Pokemon of the day. <laughs> yeah, uh, they offer you a free Pokemon each deck. So what? if you, yeah, if you live sure. in it, in Pokemon Go, I'm not getting mine. <laughs> just stay where you're at and then like a pokemon will appear and it's got like a white ring around it that's your pokemon of the day oh okay yeah i've seen that i i actually it's funny i only just noticed that recently and was like why you got a ring around you <laughs> yeah that's your uh exclusive pokemon oh, for but that. i actually don't have one oh. what the heck whatever it's it, fine. It, it takes a second for them to appear it's fine i live i live in a place with with uh enough stuff going on that yeah I can, I but can take a walk. i okay. like this because this gives people who don't have like where pokemon don't easily appear right a chance to actually get these pokemon that's probably yeah that's probably why i never really thought about it my my uh urban environment privilege is showing everybody <laughs> <laughs> my i can see many pokestops uh privilege is showing yeah but that's cool I, i'm glad that they do that too then yeah, I've got like six gems in my surrounding area, just right where I'm from, right from my house. Yeah, when they did the uh, when they implemented the remote raid passes, oh. I was like, "Well, this is great. I can see." Yeah, I also can see like a half a dozen gems just from my my apartment, mm-hmm. so that works works out okay for me. But I'm excited. I haven't run into any of the uh, the Kalos Pokemon yet, which is kind of a bummer. But I also never leave my apartment, so that's probably why. Um, I see them on my radar, so I know where I could get them. Use an incense if you haven't. Uh, you'll more than likely get at least get Bunnelby, Litleo, yeah, maybe a something, Fletchling. Something will pop up. Yeah. I'm excited for Fletchling. I uh, that's mm-hmm. one of my my of the like early birds. You know, mm-hmm. that's probably my favorite. Mine is still Hoot Hoot, just because I love Noctowl. Mm, that's a but good, that's a good Fletchling's one. another good one because I actually used uh, Fletchling in my second shield run oh nice very mm-hmm. nice yeah fletchling yeah fletchling was one of my my uh main main dudes in uh yeah it's whichever nice one i had i don't even know if i have x or y but whatever one i have yeah it's <laughs> nice that they included like they gave it like a new typing instead of like always being like a normal flying type yeah, now it's like a flying too. fire type and i'm like sweet yeah giving yep. us a little bit more give a yes give us a little more thank you yes and then on December 14th, Jesse and James special research for shiny, shiny Celebi will be coming out in conjunction with the movie Pokemon, the movie Secrets of the Jungle. Yes, that's a big deal. Yeah. The shiny Celebi. Is mm-hmm. this, unless there's been a recent, recent thing, like in the past few years, isn't this the first like legal acquisition of a shiny Celebi for like our region? Um, <laughs> isn't that one of the Pokemon that for a long time was never legally yes. shiny or am I, I mixing so. it up with yeah. like Jirachi or something? All of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, shiny Celebi. That was one that you, uh, really couldn't get. Um, you can get one now through crystal. Uh, cause if you beat crystal, then you get uh Celebi at the end, mm-hmm. but you can also soft reset to try and get a shiny Celebi. Okay, so it was in crystal. It was in crystal, but it's just, you know, more difficult. This is like a okay. guaranteed, hey, here's a Celebi. Gotcha. So it's not technically, okay, yes. so it's not one of the ones that was like technically shiny, lo- like locked. Exactly. Locked. Okay. Now, 
speaking of uh, mythical Pokemon, I don't believe they've released it yet, but make sure you are subscribed to the Pokemon newsletter because they will be giving out codes to get the new mythical Pokemon. Zarude. Um, Zarude. Yes, thank if, you. If we're saying that right. Zarude. <laughs> yes. Who knows? But yes, yeah, so make sure you are subscribed to the Pokemon newsletter so you can get a code to enter into Pokemon Sword and Shield and get this new mythical Pokemon. Yes. And of course, the best announcement of all, the one Kyle, I'm sure, is most excited for, <laughs> at the same time that that is happening, they will release Explorer Pikachu and Shiny Explorer Pikachu, which is probably just Pikachu with an Explorer hat on. I'm kind of hoping it'll be the same Explorer hat that my explorer hat pikachu plush is that i got last year from the uh world championships that would be my hope as well since that's sort of like an established um like aesthetic you know mm-hmm. uh i hope they that they do that but we'll we'll see <laughs> we'll see but it should be it should be mm-hmm. um other than that stuff just a couple couple other things um sword and shield just if you're still if you're still rating in there the theme for the month of December is fire and ice. So of I think course it is. Of course. Yeah. So I think Lapras and Centiscorch, I think are the sort of like featured G max. I think I need a Centiscorch. Oh, perfect. There you go. I can, that's one I can never remember for whatever reason. What my first playthrough of shield, mm-hmm. um, or I guess like when I was playing through it blind. Yeah. Um, there were certain G max Pokemon that I like could not, I like could not remember how to distinguish them. <laughs> mm. And Stenoscorch was one where I was like, are you, are you Dynamax or are you, are you Giganamax? I can never remember what you look like. Yeah. <laughs> that it, was it, one of them for basically, sure. Basically, if it's a lot, if it looks like it's a lot longer, that's the yep. one you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it does that weird sort of like coil up thing, yeah. that's the easiest way to, for See, me to be like, ah, yes, you. <laughs> my big thing was I never had a strong enough Pokemon to go up against it because my current team, I it didn't have, hard. I never had any rock type Pokemon or water type Pokemon on my team. Yeah. And those are its two big weaknesses. So I didn't have any. And so bugs normally would be weak to fire. So I could use mm-hmm. my fire starter, but because it's a fire type, mm-hmm. it doesn't have that fire weakness. And I'm like, why? Dude, my starter was Sobble and I still struggled. It's just a, it's just a tough battle. Yeah. I mean, now I've got legendary Pokemon I can just send out. Like, of I got course, Suicune yeah. and whatnot, so. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I got Regirock. Yes, yes, exactly. We don't always talk trading cards, but sometimes we talk trading cards. We should. This I thought was interesting. The The upcoming expansion, the one that's going to release in February 2021, which I believe will be treated here sort of like an anniversary thing because mm-hmm. um, that's when the 25th anniversary for Pokemon sort of kicks off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 190 card expansion, but I guess like shining fates is like a literal thing because it's featuring shiny Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And so I guess like over a hundred of those Pokemon cards are going to be shiny Pokemon. Yeah. It seems like the neat, the, uh, how do I call this? The yearly packs, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, lately have been just mainly focusing on shiny Pokemon. So this is okay. So this is something that they've they've had expansions before that are yes. basically like have shinies. Yes, and these are expansions that basically last the entire year. Yeah. So like you'll see them in stores that you can buy 
throughout the whole year instead of like, okay, here's this new set of packs and then oh, here's another set of packs and here's another and here's another. These are the yearly ones that will last have the they, year. Have they done one with this many though? Because 190 card expansion it's with 100 shiny Pokemon, getting, that's like nearly every Pokemon in the expansion. It's getting higher and higher. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So maybe this is like the culmination of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And, uh, but uh, seems cool. Uh, we told I forgot to mention this. I know it's not that big of a thing, but um, they did reveal the logo for the 25th anniversary, which doesn't look all that much different from the 20th anniversary logo, right? Uh, at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes, they had the dancing Pikachu at at uh mm-hmm. at the Macy's Day Parade. And I remember they said that there was gonna be like a big announcement, and I think a lot of people were like, "Ooh, are they gonna announce like Detective Pikachu two? Are they gonna?" uh announce the next games or something oh and, no y'all yeah, no what yeah. <laughs> y'all what are you what are you doing what, yeah what what yeah at the macy's day parade everybody calm down you know what my prediction was what i just thought they were going to announce the movie that we already knew was coming <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean like yeah to me that made because here's the thing the macy's day parade they're not going to make like an announcement for hardcore fans. No, they're going to make the type of announcement that's meant for like parents and kids to see, mm-hmm. you know, and because, this was just, believe it or not, that's yeah. the majority of folks like, yeah. you know, so I, I figured it was going to be a secrets of the jungle announcement. Yeah. No, it was literally just the logo for the 25th anniversary. And like I said, it looks a lot like the 20th anniversary. Logo. Right. Yeah. Not, not super different. No. No, the two is the same and the zero just turned into a five. That's it. Yeah. Which, I mean, I was just thinking about this and I was like, it's funny that we celebrate every five years. So to me, it's fine that it's the same, you know, wait for 30. That'll be a big deal. Don't we do the same thing with Power Rangers? We do it with everything. I I wasn't just saying it for Pokemon. We do it with everything. Pokemon does it. uh, Power Rangers does it. Pretty much every fandom does it. Um, I think it's because if you were to do it every year, it'd be very exhausting. No, yeah, no, I'm saying, like, it's funny that we do it every five years, not just every ten. Where yeah. It's like the 10th anniversary, the 20th, the 30th, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that money, make it. <laughs> and then, uh, final bit of news. Uh, I think this is really cool. Original Stitch, the uh, Pokemon t-shirt company that yeah, uh, I've love. gotten my Magnemite and Zapdos pocket from, are mm-hmm. now selling masks and bandanas. So you can yes. get a Magnemite mask or Zapdos mask or whatever, if you will. Yes. Uh, yes. Just be wary that the price is about $18 and shipping is about 15 So yeah. that's yeah. kind of what I'm looking at right there. That's for- why I don't have one yet, because I'm fine with the price. I'm fine with, like, just the price. Yeah. Like, $18 for, like, a uh, high-quality, like, not mass-produced, like, mm-hmm. cool-pattern mask. That's fine. Whatever. I think it would be the most expensive mask I have, but that's okay. The shipping, though, is a lot. So I know somebody, our you know, friend of the pod, Shuki, she had said, like, maybe we should just get a group of people together and, like, order five or more <laughs> and then have that person distribute them. And I was like, that is that is an idea. Yeah, because you know? then, like, the shipping, like, you figure 15 plus maybe Drops three dramatically. Person. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Everybody's paying a few bucks for shipping. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll see, but it is cool. We like we like the stuff they do. So um, it was cool to see that, that they were doing those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything we're forgetting? I'm sure. Perfect. That's <laughs> the way I like it. <laughs> Just saying like it is. I'm sure. As soon as we get here, stop recording, I'm like, oh, we forgot yeah. to talk about this. And oh, of course. Yeah. We do that every time. 
It, exactly. It wouldn't be a podcast if we got everything right. Come on. Right. I will say, before we get into the episodes, because I just thought of it, I was playing S.H.I.E.L.D. with my niece, uh, who plays S.W.O.R.D., not that either of those pieces of information are relevant, but <laughs> I was playing with her, and I haven't um, I haven't caught the Reggies yet, because for some reason, like I said, I was going to try to shiny hunt them like a madman, and so I don't have them yet, even still, and my niece... Uh, was getting frustrated with Reggie Steele and how to open the temple. So she was like, can you please just tell me how to do it? So I told her how to do it, and she caught her Reggie Steele like, real quick, which was very exciting to like watch her do. Nice. Because um, it took her a while to get the other ones. And for some reason, that's when it clicked. She was like, okay, so like now what do I do with them for the next temple? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, what? And I was like, I don't know. I don't have them yet. She's like, wait, you don't have the like Reggie Rock and Reggie? And I was like, no, I haven't caught them yet. And the reaction and the volume of the reaction of her turning to her dad and being like, dad, I'm finally ahead of Uncle Doug. <laughs> I'm finally ahead of Uncle Doug. <laughs> I love it was that. The funniest thing ever. Because she, you know, it's it's tiresome, I'm sure, mm-hmm. for her to be like, have you done this? And for me to be like, yes, I've done that. Do you have this? Yes, I have that. Do you need any Pokemon? No, I do not. But thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she like about lost her mind. And then what was really funny was then her going to the next temple and me being like, I genuinely don't know the answer. Like, I don't know what you're supposed to do because I haven't done it yet. <laughs> so it's like funny. Me and her dad and she were like trying to figure it out. And of course, you know, she's only eight. So she's not even like showing me what she's looking at. She's just describing things. And I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to do over there. So I'm trying to coach you blind here. <laughs> like, nice. I don't know what's up. So it was very, very cool to see in a really funny, funny you just moment. didn't pull out Google to look up how to do it? <laughs> Um, I asked her if she wanted me to or not, and she said no. Ah. Yeah. Good for her. So, yeah. Sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. She, I mean, her dad, her dad is like a big Legend of Zelda guy. Ah. And so she's, I think she's used to like at least trying to figure things out first. I think that's probably, probably how he plays uh, all the time. And, uh, and so she's sort of watched that. And I think she probably at least gives it a go, which is cool. I still don't know because I didn't figure it out. So I'm I'm excited to get there. Yeah, I, I, won't, I, uh, I won't say anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm sure it was easier than it seemed. But my even my brother was like a little confused. But he didn't have any sort of like context. So I think it was funny. Like basically somebody who's never played these games, somebody who can't see what she's looking at, and mm-hmm. like an eight year old trying to figure out a puzzle together over <laughs> like Skype. It was really funny. Spoiler alert: You have to do the Macarena. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you have to hold the switch upside down while doing the Macarena. Yeah, you have to make sure your character spins, and then you also have to spin so that the switch spins, but make sure you're spinning in the opposite direction, and then you'll get the special um, chocolate alchemy um, in yes. the baking temple. And make sure you are upside down because you have to basically do a head spin. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> Just a tip. Yes. Don't try that at home. No. And if you do, don't blame us. And make sure to video record it and send it to us. Yes, but not because we told you to do it, because we didn't. Yes, no. <laughs> All right. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so main episode topic. Yes. 
Pokemon Journeys Part 3, Episodes 1 through 6, also known as Episodes 25 through 30. Yes, I was avoiding numbering them like that, but the Pokemon website does. So I was like, finally, finally, we well, can just call them by their numbers. Well, that's what I do with the uh, episode. <laughs> Netflix. That's what I do with the title for this episode. It'll be Pokemon Journeys, episode yeah. 25 through 30. Which is what it should be. Yes. But because Netflix drops it the way they do, they pretend yeah. that there are three episode ones. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. So first episode, I absolutely loved yeah, you you sent me a message um, mm-hmm. basically saying, like, we're going to have a lot to talk about with this one. And I kind of had a feeling that I knew at least sort of the nature of what it probably would be, if not specifics, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this episode is is the most unabashedly connected to prior events, which has been an ongoing discussion yep. we've been having about this series pokemon journeys one thing that has been really unique about pokemon journeys if for some reason you haven't listened to our other recaps is that it's been incredibly careful about not directly referencing past events Mm -hmm. which most of the series don't do but this one like really really (laughs) seemed to be kind of strange about it and i i you know i i was sort of uh speculating like well it could be it could be since this is like a soft ish reboot format wise you know it could also be soft reboot but it's weird because it's ash this episode really like kind of sets that aside and says like no this is somebody from his past they're going to explicitly know each other Mm -hmm. they're going to explicitly be reuniting and they're going to they're they're still weirdly careful though but but it is like it's very obvious this is karina from Mm-hmm. from the show you yeah. know um, and... she still does like weird things where she will say like there's like the one moment where she's like not again but like doesn't say anything about it so you're like okay you know um but it's obviously a reference to right to things that already happened so I mean, it's to be interesting fair, you don't want to go into just... like over context uh just uh overstate things that well y- yeah, yeah but it's still it's it's still one of those things where it's like mm-hmm. um and this allows like, y'all are being so so <laughs> like detail oriented about how you present these things, but this episode, like I said, just sets it all aside and is like unabashedly connected to X and Y, yeah, which is cool. And it's not like oh hey, um, like if this was just like a person from like Johto, that'd be something different. Mm-hmm. But this is like Kalos. This is like one of the more yeah. recent, yeah, places. So. I was like super stoked, and I was like, "Oh!" Like she goes, "Ash," and I'm like, oh, "She remembers <laughs> you know him." him. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, and please, no offense, but as soon as that happened, first, uh, like after that, uh, my first words out of my mouth were like, "Suck it, Doug." <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, um, like I said prior, like I don't, I mean, I don't care which one it is. Right. I just think it's really <laughs> fascinating that they were, they were, and and I I. I don't think I really don't think anybody can argue with me about whether they were doing something or not. Like really the argument is is it connected or right. not? Right. No. You I, know what I mean? Yeah. What's weird is for for a dozen episodes with like maybe one exception in like Vermilion Vermilion City? Yeah. Yes, Vermilion um, with the Lieutenant Surge connection. Right. Um and even that one was weird cuz he wasn't there. It was it was it's it's still a weird intentional thing they were doing mm-hmm. and that they still do 
Um, but it was nice to get some clarity because that was the mystery, right? It was like, yeah. are you doing this thing or are you not doing this thing? Like, yeah. please let us know. Because with Alola, it was it was far clearer, I think, that it was it. Even though they were doing the weird thing where Ash is going to school to be a Pokemon trainer after yeah. twenty years, like even though they were doing that weird thing, I still think it was abundantly clear that it was a continuation and this one yeah. just muddied it for some reason. And I have no idea why I, I have my own reasons why I think they did that, but it was nice to get clarity. And, and when you said like, we're going to have a lot to talk about, I was like, Oh, they finally did it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, they finally connected it like explicitly um, like not Easter egg, not references, not vague things like explicitly connected him to something. Um, and I do think it is significant that it's Kalos. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. like, it's not something from Johto. It's not something from Kanto. Because, like, Lieutenant Surge, that whole thing, I think the thing that made that complicated is, like, he's from the region where Ash lives. Mm-hmm. So you would expect if Ash is from there to have encountered different different places. But, yeah, this was cool. I thought this was really fun. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you caught this or not, but, like, when Dragonite's doing the uh, whirlwind attack... And then the Lucario like swiped it away and like the winds were dying out. If you look at the audience, there's an audience member flying out of his chair and (laughs) flying back. I don't know if you caught that or not. I did not catch that. Yeah, I did not catch that. So you're going to you you you're you'll have to fill me in about the actual sort of like uh, background here because because she does say and I I I got to the point in X and Y where I met Karina. Mm, You never got to um, battle. No, I don't think I, I mean, aside from their, I mean, they battle multiple times, right? Like they battle when they meet or whatever. And doesn't Ash get crushed or something? Probably. Um, it's been a while. Right. Yeah. I don't even know. But yeah. so I know I got to the point where I met her cause she's introduced pretty early on, but yeah, I didn't get to like the, what I'm sure was the battle they were referencing. So when she says not again, is she just, does she just mean getting beaten again? Like, is she just realizing she's getting defeated again? Or was there something that like echoed specifics? Uh, It might be just that in itself. Okay. Gotcha. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Again, it's been a while since I've seen totally that season, but yeah, like I just really enjoyed it. And the fact that actually brought in mega evolution when that's not something you can get in the games itself. So if this is like someone's first time watching Pokemon, and you've played the games and you're like, wait, what is this mega evolution? Yeah. I think that's really cool. Unless, of course, you're yeah. playing Pokemon Go, which also I love how the very first episode of part three is Kalos. And we just got Kalos in Pokemon Go. Yeah, that was that was some pretty magical timing. Yeah. Because, it you know, it can't fully be synergy because these episodes already aired in Japan. Exactly. But it is very, very cool that that is all kind of happening at once. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I also love that Mega Evolution was brought into it because I get why they don't carry every gimmick into the next game. Because as far as games go, that doesn't necessarily make sense. But the TV show can do whatever it wants. And so I'm glad that they acknowledge, especially with Journeys, uh, where it would make the most sense to acknowledge everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Just we'll see what they do with Alola. <laughs> That I think Alola is going to be the most clarifying. I will say this. The episode has already aired. Okay, cool. And I, I know what happens, that. but I'm keeping my mouth shut. Sure, sure. Um, well, I mean, as far as as far as argument of whether it's connected or not, like 
that it's it is mm-hmm. <laughs> like um and i hope what five times now talking about this show people understand that i i, I don't care whether it is or not I, right <laughs> i just think it's cool what they're doing yeah um doesn't so change the fact i said suck it doug what's that it doesn't change the fact i said suck it no no i know i know i know because i'm sure there were people who were frustrated where they're like who cares just it's it's all the same show exactly but, it's, it's pokemon but, but so many people have been have been wanting them to to do something different you know and it's not hard to find people who think it's weird that ash has been the the protagonist the whole time so the fact that it felt like they were doing something different i thought was neat so yes um only other thing i want to mention about this episode um i don't know you might have more but the character gherkin i never probably because they weren't introduced at the same time but there's a character named gherkin in x and y and there's a character named mustard in sword and shield are there other old men with weird eyebrows named after (laughs) condiments or is it just these two, and is it just a coincidence? I think it's a coincidence, but I would love to see more. Like, is if this is like a thing that I don't know if anybody <laughs> else has noticed yet, right? Like, I never, I never, for some reason, it didn't hit me until this, until watching this episode. Probably because X and Y is are the games I know the the very least about. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was, I was like, Gherk, your name's Gherkin, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Uh, so there's yeah. definitely not one in in Sun and Moon, I, I, like right? There's not like a ketchup in <laughs> or a, a mayo. <laughs> no, ketchup is ash. That's right. Ash is ketchup. Yes. You're right. <laughs> so the only other thing I want to talk about this episode was the full baby stuff. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Go was catching every colored full baby, which I thought was really cool. And yeah. they mention that the white one is the rarest of them all. And I'm like, yes, that's actually true because in the games. The white one, I think you have like a 1% chance of actually getting. Dang. And then the orange one is also pretty rare, but not nearly as rare as the white one. So Right. Yeah, that was cool. I like that he was collecting them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wait till he finds out about uh, Vavillion. Um, he's going to lose his mind. Wait till he finds out about Punkaboos and how they're different sizes. Oh my gosh. Don't even... Ugh. So I, I have all of my different size Punkaboo in shield i mm-hmm. don't have all the different gorgeist yet because i just was getting sick of it <laughs> yeah. but you know what is really nice mm-hmm. um and what i think i'm going to use to my advantage is in pokemon home it makes it very obvious yes. what size you have yes it does which is not the case with with sword and shield mm-hmm. it is so hard to tell the difference with them all next to each other yeah but in home, you can literally just drop them into a box, and it is abundantly clear what sizes they and are. And I see, I caught all of my punkaboos in X and Y. Yeah, so, well, there you go. You yeah. didn't have to worry about it. But well, I was doing it in Shield and well, was like, this is terrible. In, Make them smaller. In X and Y, <laughs> it's still pretty hard. But there was... Oh, um, I'm sure it's even harder because it's all yeah. pixel stuff. See, um, in X and Y, though, like you can tell the small ones. So those are pretty obvious. Okay. And then like to get the big ones, um, they'll be holding an item. So if you have a Pokemon that recognizes what like tells you what item it's holding. Oh, that's nice. It'll be like, oh, sweet. That's the one that I need. And then like there's other things like maybe like it's ability or something. So that's how yeah. I was able to do it. Makes sense. And I had to get two of each so I could evolve them all. 
I'm sure some of that applies, if not all of it, to to Shield as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure my life could be easier, yeah. but you know. So the next episode, before we get into yeah. this, I will say we watched this episode, and then I needed a break from Pokemon because of this episode. <laughs> because of this episode, this episode is weird. Like, yeah. and not not even just the contents of it, but it's it's unconventional. Um, and I actually I like this episode oh, because it's bizarre and yeah. it, it I I like when a, a show especially a show like Pokemon that's gone on for a thousand episodes you mm-hmm. know I like when they mix it up um, I I like the base I don't think the baseball episode is like an incredible episode of television but I like the baseball episode because it's different you mm-hmm. know what I mean and because oh, it's yeah. like putting them in a different situation this one's kind of similar for me because it it tells its story in a way that Pokemon usually doesn't, which is in um, like two parts that connect in an, in an unexpected way, Mm -hmm. you know? So I just kind of thought like, Oh, they're doing like a Looney Tunes style. Yeah. Or like an old cartoon network style episode where there's just two stories, Mm -hmm. two small stories, which I wouldn't be mad at. No. Um, But then they end up connecting it and it was so ridiculous in all the right ways. Can I just say how much I love the fact that they actually reference an old app game that nobody's probably played in forever. (laughs) Yes. The Magikarp jump competition. I loved the references like so like when they're doing the training he's doing like all the training you could do in the game <laughs> yeah it's amazing so i thought that was hilarious and Journey's then he's a delight ah uh, okay i'm also just gonna say this that magic harp should be dead yeah oh for sure the, i mean this 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 episode is absurd because basically oh. go ends up training his massive magic harp that he caught mm-hmm. love that love that it ends up being brought back for a story like this this show you know it's funny i on on walloping web snappers we do this thing called after dark commentaries where derek and i it's very much not the brand of our show here but where derek and i enjoy some beverages and then watch some tv uh that is not spider-man related (laughs) and talk about it while we watch it and recently we just did like a digimon and a pokemon episode because he's a big digimon fan and i'm a big pokemon fan and he picked an episode of Digimon that he was like, I, I really think this will show you like what you are missing out on by not watching this Digimon season. And I was like, cool. I picked an episode of Pokemon that's ridiculous and stupid. And I don't think it's going to necessarily make you want to watch a thousand episodes of Pokemon. You know what I mean? Because Pokemon for so long has just been like a show that features the property and has certain stories told within it as opposed to like one big long sort of like serialized story. But Journeys is really sort of like doing cool stuff with how it tells stories and like how it subverts expectations. And it makes me think about watching the Pokemon anime in a way that I never think about watching it, you know, which is with an actual sort of like critical eye. (laughs) And this, this, this is why, because they end up, having go catch a Pokemon that's just silly Mm -hmm. that ends up being featured in its own episode, a handful of episodes later. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's my, I'm just geeking out because Pokemon journeys is actually like a really well-written Pokemon show. And I feel like, like, like episode after episode after episode have all been like really well-written and well-crafted. And I feel like Pokemon doesn't have to do that and frequently doesn't. So it's cool to see that for some reason, 
journeys is like really inspiring them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my tangent. <laughs> this is funny though, because basically like you were saying, this Magikarp should be dead. Go trains this Magikarp that he caught to jump into space. And then it literally spends, we don't even know how much time just yeah. in space before it careens back to earth like a meteorite. Not to mention, mashes into the earth. The Magikarp was also having weights on it. That, that oh my no, gosh. And then the gag. McChamps try to move it, and one of the McChamps breaks its back. Yeah. McChamp, I, one of the, like, the strongest Pokemon out there, breaks its back trying to lift this weight because this Magikarp had no yeah. problem. I'm like, what is going on? When when he when those weights dropped on the ground, I literally gasped. I was like, "Oh my gosh, he did what?" <laughs> like so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it was so funny, and like both both parts of this episode are they they take the comic like they're both funny episodes, and I think mm-hmm. they're meant to be funny episodes. They take it so far to the point of of being silly. But I think this episode knows exactly what it is, so I don't mind that it gets sillier than I typically want it to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so the next episode is very weird, and I have a little bit of trivia for it, too. Um, so basically, they go to a Slowpoke Island. Yeah. And this is the second part of this Magikarp episode. Yes. So they go to a Slowpoke Island, and they encounter a Slow King who's eating ramen, and... Ash offers up some of his ramen, and then Slow King's like, "Oh, I will trade you this ramen cup for my hat, basically, if you will, which is its yeah. shelter shell on its head." And they switch, and then next thing you know, Ash starts talking British and calls himself Ash King. Now, <laughs> so weird. Here's a bit of trivia: in Japan, Ash starts speaking English. Oh, that's so funny. So I think a lot of people were kind of hoping he would start speaking Japanese. Yeah. Which yeah. I would have loved and just had subtitles right underneath. Yeah. But he started speaking British. And I was like, okay, I get that too. It, it still works, yeah. but I I still think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. I can see why they would do that. Because like in Japan, a lot of kids are probably learning English in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and over here, we we don't <laughs> yeah so uh i get why they i get why they would do it but that would have been cool that would have been really funny if they did japanese mm-hmm. so there was that but the one thing i was a little bummed about this episode we did not get to see the slow king without its shell of course not <laughs> i would have loved to have seen the slow king without a shell. i'm like so does it revert back to a slow poke yeah, that's the thing about this episode that's so bizarre is like they're they even acknowledge it. They're like, it comes off. Well, it's like, well, no, it's not really supposed to. Yeah. And they even <laughs> mention the fact uh, that Slowpoke's tails get cut off and they don't really even care or notice. Yeah. And yep. I'm like, OK, so you basically just made it OK for a team rocket to cut off its tails and heart gold and soul silver or gold, silver and crystal. Well, what they I think in this episode what they say is that they their tails frequently fall off but grow back very quickly so they don't really care. So I think they're careful enough to basically say like like almost like a like a gecko. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. yeah, that is definitely the implication for for folks who know that people eat slowpoke tails. <laughs> yeah. And that Team Rocket is chopping them off. So yeah. 
in theory, yeah, I guess I guess it is. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is this is Pokemon, the dog fighting franchise, yeah. once again, uh, making sure we know that Pokemon are happy mm-hmm. and healthy. And then, so <laughs> the the Slow King hat keeps swapping around between everybody, between mm-hmm. Ash, Go, um, Pikachu, and uh, Reboot. Yeah. Until finally, Magikarp comes down from the sky, crashes into all of them. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I fully thought it was a separate episode. Yeah. Like, not like, I knew that a new episode hadn't started, but like I said, I just thought they were doing like two 11-minute episodes. So it was Mm -hmm. really funny when Magikarp comes back down. Yeah. (laughs) It was just so So stupid. And then the other bizarre thing was, what was up with the Magikarp jump guy showing up at the very end at the Team Rocket hideout, and then James just slamming the door in his face. Okay. Like, yeah. what? Let's talk about that, because at the beginning of this, this episode is is bookended by two Team Rocket segments. The, the beginning of the episode starts with Team Rocket and their lair, and their Pelipper, or the Pelipper, mm-hmm. comes by and gives them two Pokeballs, and one of them is a Slowking, and one of them is a Magikarp. Yeah. And then at the end of the second part of this episode, Magikarp lands on Slowking, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the the end of the episode, the, the total end, we're back at Team Rocket's hideout. So I was like, oh, they're going to explain how they ended up with the Slowking and Magikarp um, from the end of the second part. But that's not what happens because it's just the Magikarp jump guy. Yeah. And the Magikarp they got wasn't Go's Magikarp. It couldn't be. No. So what in the world was going on with Team Rocket? I don't get it. The beginning was them introducing that this was going to be a two-parter episode and they were showing the two focused Pokemon of Magikarp and and Slowking, which was fun. Thematically, I like that. But what was Team Rocket referencing when they were like – because James's message is like – doesn't he say, like, you want us to do what or something like that? I don't know. I'm just uh, so confused by the guy at the end. Like, why yeah, is he there? I don't know why he, he shows doing? up at the end. And if you <laughs> notice, the ending is also shot for shot the exact same thing from the beginning. Right. But except for, the Pelipper, showing, except for the Pelipper showing up. And I'm like, right. so did the beginning never happen? What what What's happening here? I was so confused. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm so confused. Again, I thought the next episode was going to roll into it and it doesn't. And then <laughs> after that episode, I was just like, yep, I'm done for the day. I will continue watching Pokemon tomorrow. So, yep, that's fair. Yeah. Very, very bizarre episode. Yes. But it, at least it knows it. So next episode, um, the one where Ash and Go watch a masterclass battle between Raihan and Leon. They meet Sonya and Ash catches a new Pokemon that I will not say until the very end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause I like teasing people. These, these episodes in general have been surprising me with how much they pack in mm-hmm. because when this episode started, I assumed the whole thing was pretty much going to be the episode between Raihan and Leon. Yeah. Kind of like we got a, you know, when Lance and Leon battled, that was like the majority of that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of thought we were going to get the same thing, but that's actually only the first half of this episode. Yeah. And they they kind of do that with a few different episodes, um, and it feels it feels a little different than what I'm used to, where they're telling like two very distinct parts um, mm-hmm. before and after the Who's That Pokemon. Yeah, and can I just say, Ash thinking that statue was Leon was kind of just stupid. Um, 
I get it though. Like I understand I understand why they were doing that cuz I think I think they asked that, but I think they kind of knew it was not at the same time. Like I think they were mm. like we don't know who this is, so is it supposed to be Leon cuz like who else would it be? So I at, at the very least mm. Go was in that camp where he was like I guess it could be, but I don't think so. Also, that statue should be in a hotel, not in the lobby of the um, <laughs> yeah. so I was like that's supposed to be in a hotel and my wife's like who cares and I'm like I do <laughs> well I think I think I'm with your wife on this one only because only because it does not seem like they're going to fully explore no. Galler in the I, way that others I know there. it's not supposed to yeah. like, who cares but it, I've always just been kind of one of those people that's just like a stickler for continuity and uh, stuff like that and it's just how I've always been so i'd be with you if it if they were going to explore it in full because then i would be like well wait a second that's like a story point so like they're gonna have to change a story point um so i'd be with you in in that case but um, yeah they basically threw out all the rules so yeah that's that's the only reason i'm not not there with you yeah so um and then the end now i had a feeling that this pokemon was going to show up because at the beginning Go was focusing on his farfetched, and he's like, "Yeah, Come that on. was a good call." And he was like, "All right, do you want to go with us?" And I'm like, "We're gonna get a Galarian farfetched this episode. I know it because <laughs> it's just not, why would you bring the regular farfetched if we're not gonna get a Galarian in this episode?" So I was like, "Yeah, we're getting Galarian farfetched." And sure enough, Galarian farfetched shows up as like a troll underneath a bridge. Won't let any mm-hmm. trainer pass the bridge without battling it, and. Ash, well, Go starts battling it with his Farfetch'd and gets destroyed. Yeah, that was, I was actually a little bummed by that. (laughs) And then Ash battles it with Riolu and Go has a I already know that you and I are going to feel differently about this. So, uh, Riolu's down for the count and Go's like, hey, come on, you got to call it back. It's not doing good. it's down and ash goes no i believe in you you can do it and he's goes kind of like you're on the borderline for animal abuse right now oh maybe we don't feel differently (laughs) and (laughs) and riolu gets up and i'm like you know go this is almost the exact same way you were with uh score bunny when it was trying to learn ember and you were telling it not to but it's a little like kind of like the opposite effect but i mean so now riolu's back up and then Ash starts cheering for Galarian Farfetch'd, and everybody's yeah. face is like, what are you doing? Yeah, this is, oh, it's so weird. It's so weird, because, like, I get I get what Ash is. I get the character that Ash is. I get what Pokemon is. I understand everybody. But it's so, like, ah. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, Ash is a little borderline uncomfortable for me. And this was one of them where I was like, they're both clearly injured very badly. Even Riolu is surprised that you are saying, keep going. And everybody, like you said, everybody is like, wait, now you're rooting for your opponent. Like you just want them to keep beating the crud out of each other. Yeah. And it's, I get it. It's Pokemon. The the message is don't give up. And the message is you've got more in you than you think you do. I get it. But at the same time, I was like, just like, let the let the dude rest. Like it'll be there. You can come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be okay, Ash. Yeah. This is <laughs> one of two times 
I just wasn't the biggest fan of Ash. And the second time I'm in even more of not a fan of Ash. And we'll get to that at the last episode. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah well, the last episode is weird. Oh. I, I, I don't think I like it. I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was a weird moment and uncomfortable. And I, I, I thought I thought you were going to be annoyed by Go, and maybe you still were. But I remember I was thinking like, I wonder, based on on the Score Bunny conversation, like, is this going to be another thing that rubs Kyle the wrong way or not? Um, but it sounds like maybe not. I mean, I was upset that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, moving it's on, it's hard because yeah. Go is actually pretty complex. Yes. Like, in, in a, like we're actually watching Go grow mm-hmm. in a way that we don't typically see a main character grow because ash can't change too much because he's always going to be there you know what i mean well and then his companions are his companions so like they might have an overall growth story mm-hmm. um and i guess goes kind of in that position but it goes go is complicated because he is explicitly growing along the way and we see yeah. that and i think we see that even like in like small ways with him and his raboot like we see we see where he's come from and where he's going. And I think that makes him complicated mm-hmm. in a good way. Yeah. Next episode, the one where Go catches Sobble, loses it, and Team Rocket attempts to trade it for Pikachu. Yeah. This is like a pretty pretty normal episode, mm-hmm. I think. I liked it because yeah. I like Sobble. I love the fact that Go just got angry through the Pokeball and still ended up catching Sobble. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Mm-hmm. I, and I love the the weird little cartoony thing after where he was like, Oh, darn, I just threw my Pokeball. Like- Not even realizing it caught anything. And then the Pokedex goes, Sobble was registered to the Pokedex. He's like, wait, what? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. Mm. It was, that was goofy in, like, a good way. Yes, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, there really wasn't much else to say about this episode. I mean, he catches Sobble. Very standard. Yeah. It's a super standard Team Rocket comes in and tries mm-hmm. to steal our stuff episode. Although we finally got to see more Pico. We do. And I was kind of surprised. I don't know. Do you think you might actually know the answer to this already? And if you do, it's fine. You can tell me. But if you don't know the answer, do you think more Pico is going to be a regular character for them? Yes. Like, is it going to recur? Okay. Do, do you say that because you know, or because you're thinking it is the case? Yes. If if he does, you can tell me. <laughs> yes. You have to be like mysterious about it. <laughs> More Pico shows up in another episode. Okay, gotcha. Because I figured, like, even before the show started, More Pico had like Team Rocket, reg- like recurring character written all over yeah. it. You know, so I figured that would be the case. So when we finally saw it, I was like, okay, here we go. Um, but I was kind of expecting it to to stay with them after this episode. Mm-hmm. So when it didn't, then I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I, I wonder if they will encounter it again yeah. or not. So I'm glad to hear that. Yes. It comes back. Next six. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think I have much else to say about that one either. Yeah. Other than I think that they, they do Sobble being invisible. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I would be really curious to see how they would have tried to do something like that in, you know, Kanto or Johto, mm-hmm. like when the show was being made. I'm sure it would just be like an outline, which would be fine. But this, I think it looks very cool here yeah. with the effects they use. So the next episode I thought was great because we got more backstory on another character. We really haven't got much backstory on. Yes. Yes. But I agree. Overall. I also have a butt. <laughs> wasn't my favorite episode. And I kind of am just like, yep. Yeah, okay. I'm done. This episode happened. Okay. So, okay. So this is the one where I have, yeah, I have weird thoughts on this one too. This is the one where, or not not weird thoughts, thoughts on it. 
thinking it is a bit strange. Yeah. But this is the one where Chloe and her family take in an injured P-Dove. And as a result of them taking in this injured P-Dove, Yamper starts to get jealous. Um, and so this explores Yamper. It explores Chloe. It gives us backstory on Chloe and a little bit on Professor Cerise and their family mm-hmm. um, and Yamper itself. So I like all of that. As a standalone episode, right? Like just an episode telling a story. I do actually really like this. But where I get confused is like, I still can't figure out what they're doing with Chloe. Like why, I'm glad we're getting Chloe. Mm -hmm. But what is she for? Like, why is she there? (laughs) Because she so rarely interacts with our main characters Mm -hmm. that I can't figure out quite what her relationship is and all and the two stories that we've gotten that are really focused on her they feel very standalone like this feels like a very standalone episode mm-hmm. um and so i'm not mad at the story they told but i'm just like so confused as to like why i'm like who is this family why like why do we like why 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 but i but i don't dislike it i'm just confused by it i think yeah you know does that make any sense at all or am i just rambling no i i got what you're saying yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't fully get her. Like all the characters in Alola, if they were being explored further, it was being explored further with relation to everything that was going on, mm-hmm. you know, like it informed them moving forward, but it informed everybody. I don't I haven't figured out yet how Chloe relates to Ash and Go. And maybe she doesn't and she's just a character they get to tell new stories with. Okay. But I don't know. I can't remember if it was this episode or a different episode, but did you was this the episode where you got to see Ren's computers? I th- I assume so because you see what he uses. But I don't as remember a... specifically. Okay, it may be a different episode then, but it's not a spoiler or anything. But he's got yeah, he's got three it. computers lined up, and all three have the exact same uh, basically just like desktop picture, and it's <laughs> him and his Magnemite, and they're like all cutesy together. And I'm like, oh my god, I love it. <laughs> that's awesome yeah i feel like that's probably a later one because i don't okay that. yeah uh, i think i know which episode that is then it's later. i don't know either way <laughs> yeah but it's it's a good episode i'm just confused a little bit by it so the final one and the ne- the last episode also kind of connects with this next one a little bit because they reference it yeah yeah and i do like that and i i but I didn't expect it to echo so soon. Yeah. So <laughs> Ash is training with Riolu a lot. It, this has not been a new thing where Ash is mostly focusing on one Pokemon over his others. Right. So I would kind of expect Pikachu to understand this. But at the same yeah. time, Ash was kind of a jerk to Pikachu when they were training all day and then when he turns around and sees Pikachu sleeping he goes you really should get on the same schedule basically as Riolu because you just wasted your entire day and I was like wow what a jerk yeah I didn't like I mean I didn't like that but I I think more I just don't like the episode because I feel like it's it's out of like character continuity if that makes sense a little bit yeah like not actual continuity, right? Like events, mm-hmm. whatever. But no, but, but character it, continuity. I, I get what you're saying. It's not. Yeah, it's not just, like Ash to do this. It's not like Ash to do this. But it also kind of it. Like most of what Ash is doing is in character. I think what's weird is like I don't know that this episode gives us enough to really explain. Okay, so this is the the whole thing with this episode is Pikachu runs away. Pikachu basically says like 
forget you, Ash. I'm leaving because you're not paying attention to me and you're being a jerk. What's weird about it is like, I don't think they give us enough to really sort of like buy that Pikachu would run away from Ash Mm -hmm. because it, it does seem weird and sort of unestablished that Pikachu would be jealous of any of Ash's Pokemon because Pikachu and Ash have been so firmly established Mm -hmm. even, even just in this series, but considering the 20 years of Pokemon, they've been established as basically like person and Pokemon soulmates. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're so intricately connected, quantumly entangled, if you will, Mm -hmm. that it, it, it was really, it was like jarring to, to have an episode where Pikachu gets fed up and runs away. Yeah. So that, that's what I struggle with this episode. Um, Ash was a jerk, but Ash is frequently a jerk. Yeah. Um, I just feel like Pikachu and Ash resonate on the exact same frequency that it was like really bizarre. Mm -hmm. Cause I think, you know, and you'll have to fill me in on, on on, on episodes I haven't seen, but like, the only time I can think of where Pikachu and Ash aren't on the same page, it's usually Ash's fault and it's usually Ash misinterpreting the situation, yeah. not the other way around. And so it's, you know, you think of Pikachu's goodbye where you're like, Ash, no, like, what are you doing, man? And then it's Pikachu who sort of is like, no, dude, like, you're wrong. Like, we're meant for each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's weird to have the one that frequently reminds Ash of their connection to be the one to leave. Yeah. I don't know. Not a bad episode. Just weird in context. It was. Um, I did like to more focus on Mr. Mime. And, oh, we get so much good Delia content. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I do like that. That's great. Although, what was up with her just leaving, not even waking up Pikachu whatsoever before she left? Just just let Pikachu sleep the entire <laughs> time. I'm like, at least wake him up and say goodbye. <laughs> Right, especially especially because he was very clearly there, feeling like lonely. <laughs> so like, he was feeling left yeah. out. Yeah, she's a little bit of an airhead though, so I guess I guess that might yeah. be it. But yeah, that was a little that that was not cool. Delia. And I kind of wish we got to um, see Chloe chew Ash out. I would have liked to see that too. Yeah, because Ash is like, um, yeah, and Chloe- I do like that they included that detail. Mm-hmm. I, I just like that they included that detail. I guess is all because it explains it kind of it it at least explains like how how abnormal ash was acting yeah because i don't think the episode portrays him as acting that abnormal so it's nice to have them explicitly say like yeah no she chewed me out because i was being a jerk yeah overall uh an interesting batch of episodes yeah a little bit of a strange batch a little bit of a mixed bag not not in quality but just in like type of episode yeah um uh, overall what was your favorite Ooh, you know what? I even knew we were probably going to do this, and I didn't even think of an answer. Um, I feel like there's only two options. <laughs> this is a really hard. This is. I feel like this is a hard batch because overall, I don't know that many of these episodes hold a candle to my favorites from other batches. Right. But I think maybe I actually, as weird as this sounds, I do really like the Magikarp jump. <laughs> and sloking one okay because i appreciate what it's doing yeah. and in that it's different it, it i don't even know if it's a better episode than like the sobble one but the sobble episode feels like an episode i've seen before right. and the magic Arp jump one definitely does not mm. so um that one's really good um so i'll say this my favorite episode was the first one I, and i probably could have guessed that yeah one. Yeah, with, I think for me, if I had more oh, of a connection to the the character in the region, it would be that, so that would be it for me. I forgot a little detail. I don't know if this is true or not, but it sounded like it to me. 
when I was watching the episode with the fight, there was a moment they were playing music and it sounded like one of the theme songs to the Kalos series. Oh, yeah? Like it was just a musical instrument, like just the musical side, no words or anything. It really sounded like it. I have to go back and really listen to it to see if it really was. But if that's the case, like that was a really nice touch on their side. I wouldn't be surprised. The music for this series, like Journeys, has been really good. Um, mm-hmm. And they've done things like that. I mean, the the music that they play when Raihan and Leon are battling is a modified version of, or like a remastered, re-recorded, whatever. It's a different version of the gym battle music from the game, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they took, you know, a region-specific theme and kind of made sure that it was the underlying music for that that region yeah like that that would be like a good thing to pay attention to on rewatch for like all the regions Mm -hmm. you know like are they using any black and white music either from the the game or the show when they Mm -hmm. go to unova you know the best time to really do the music would be like during like an epic battle like the mega lucario versus dragonite and that's when i noticed it and i was like ooh, that's kind of cool so (laughs) that was the other thing that really set me off on that side the make yeah. that episode one of my favorites yeah oh we didn't even mention this um the the karina versus ash battle that was for both of them the stakes were um tearing up basically mm-hmm. into the great the great class yeah and, uh, and so ash is now in the great class which is just to track it you know yep we know that's his goal so we might as well mention when he tears up mm-hmm yeah, that was a that was a really good one too. Um, that's that's probably if I were to say like just generally like which was the best episode based on all of its parts, that's probably the one. But as yeah. far as the one that kind of like made me feel the most was probably mm-hmm. the Magikarp one, just because I was like constantly confused and like what is what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's like it's not often that that Pokemon throws me for a wild loop, and that one mm-hmm. did. <laughs> I don't yeah. need every episode like that, but it's nice to have one every once in a while. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, everybody, thank you for joining us once again on this adventure along the Victory Road. For information on episodes and contests or to give us feedback on the show, be sure to find us on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. And you can let us know how you're enjoying Pokemon Journeys anytime you want, and we will include it in our show. And if there's something in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about or you'd like to appear on the podcast or something you want us to explore, just let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to heal our Pokemon instead of making them battle until they die. Mm. See you later. I'm going to go cuddle a baby. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm going to cuddle a cat. Go for it. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
This has been another fine production of the Four Ride Radio Network. For other great shows, check out www.4rideradio.com. Okay, we're good. Uh. <laughs> wow. I almost I almost destroyed everything. I almost broke everything. Oh, what just happened? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're good. We're back. We're good. Everything's okay. back and fine. <laughs> Nothing All happened, right. everyone. Don't worry about yeah. it.